Hi there. This is Renee Fournier. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to listen to my podcast. It is my prayer that it would be a blessing to you and that you would simply get to know this wonderful, absolutely amazing creation that you are, designed beautifully by the Master, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit Himself. Flaws? Well, yes. Brokenness? Of course. But know this, the more you and I embrace the cross Jesus, the more our broken pieces are transformed into something ultimately beautiful. Now let's tune in to see what the Lord has to say to us today. I have been trying to get this particular episode out there for a minute. I've been using this to just walk people through not re- not responding to emotions, but trying to respond to the Spirit of God, responding in faith to crisis moments or when uh, their emotions to get all heated or inflamed, whether it be anger or whatever it is. Just, you know, when your emotions are flying hot, don't do anything other than seeking God's faith. And so sometimes it's like you become so angry that, man, you can't even stop to pray. Well, I have just encouraged uh, different loved ones of mine and different individuals to, they're in a bad situation. Hey, you know what? Instead of you flying off at the mouth, pop yourself with a rubber band so that you don't make God look bad because in our behavior, we're supposed to always glorify God. We're supposed to live by the Spirit. Let me read Galatians 5.16 and it's from the Amplified Version. It says, but I say, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. Seek Him and be responsive to His guidance and then you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature which which responds in Impulsively, that's responding to those emotions, which responds impulsively without regard, regard for God and his precepts. For the sinful nature has its desire, which is opposed to the spirit, and the desire of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit, are in direct opposition to each other, continually in conflict. So that you, as believers, do not always do whatever good things you want to do. But if you are guided and led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. So I don't want to go too deeply into all of that. But my point is this. In order to be led by the Spirit, you literally have to surrender every ounce of the flesh to Jesus. And sometimes when the emotions are running high, that flesh is running high, you need just something. Since I can't be with you to thump you upside your head, making you not respond to whomever that idiot might be that is maybe attacking you or whatever it is that's going on. And sometimes it's not even an idiot. Sometimes it's just 
um, someone that has just crossed you the wrong way and now you are in flame. Satan knows what he's doing when he tries to set you up so that your testimony is undermined. That's all he's trying to do. So listen to this. The rubber band technique, it's been working. Wear a rubber band is what I'm advocating. If your emotions are running high, pop yourself with a rubber band so that you won't respond. You will say, hey, you know what? This feels, this is, this is, this hurts. The feelings are real, just like the pop of the rubber band. The feelings are real, but it doesn't last for, last long. So your emotions are running high, pop yourself with a rubber band and just think, you know what? I got to walk in the spirit. Let me operate in faith. Let me operate like a kingdom citizen. So let's go ahead and listen in. Feelings, the rubber band, and faith. Feelings are real. And I hate it when anyone tries to tell me what to feel and what not to feel. My emotions are real, guys. My feelings are real, and to deny them means denying that I am human. Jesus, he had emotions. Look at when he wept, deeply saddened at Lazarus' death, or anger when his house was turned into a storehouse, or when he became frustrated with the disciples uh, for falling asleep, when he asked them to stay awake and pray, or even when he asked his father to remove the cup of the cross from him. Oh, God, please do it in another way. Or even when God had to turn away as his son breathed his last breath, saying, Father, why have you forsaken me? Imagine that. Jesus feeling, feeling like he was forsaken. Feelings of abandonment. Jesus felt forsaken by his father. Imagine. God forsook his only son so that we would never, ever be forsaken. He abandoned Jesus, but for a moment, so that we would never have to be abandoned. Okay, but that's another story in itself. Jesus had feelings, is my point, and we have feelings. With Jesus and his feelings, however, he was never ruled by them. He mastered his feelings, his emotions. The Bible tells us to be mastered by no thing, be mastered by no person. In 1 Corinthians 6.12, he tells us to only be mastered by the Holy Spirit. You may be saying, but what about when the storm hits and your life is turned upside down and the adrenaline rushes through your veins and your heart begins to race and you begin to feel it all rushing in, then what? Well, the what is this? You acknowledge the feelings and move really quickly to the word to avoid responding to the feeling. If you stall on moving towards Jesus, via the word or prayer, your response to the feelings will be destructive. Your emotions will begin to control you and your actions without any thoughts being processed. Now, some psychologists say that emotions travel 80,000 times faster than our thoughts. This is an incredible fact. 
So you know that if you respond to feelings only, you will be dangling very close to the fence of irrational behavior. And depending on the situation, you may very well be seen as out of control. Now, you know, we can start our day with an attitude of what I feel must not master me this day. You might even have time to plan for the possible eruption of feelings when you're aware of the difficult encounter that just might happen. See, if you have time to truly process your emotions in a manner in a rational manner, that is, and process them in prayer, you're able to move your soul back to a place of faith and peace. And when your faith is in operation, your feelings will not control your behavior. Faith says God will work it, so then I surrender it. Remember, feelings are real, But we must never operate in feelings. We must always operate in faith. Feelings, they come and go. Faith remains. And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Unfortunately, though, guys, we're not always warned most times when we're going to run into a storm. We're not warned about the trial that is going to hit or the attack from the enemy. It just happens. But we have been told in the word of God that trials will come. So store this in the back of your mind so that when it happens, you will not be surprised and tossed back and forth like the waves in the midst of a storm. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's James 1, verses 2 through 4. When the emotions are, however, raging within and fear or anger or frustration even sets your adrenaline on fire, put a pause on the adrenaline rush by popping yourself with a rubber band. Put a pause on that adrenaline rush by popping yourself with a rubber band. Yes, I am advocating wearing a rubber band that you can pull and pop to remind yourself that feelings are real, but they are not reality. Feelings come and go, yet faith, hope, and love remains. When the storm hits, these three remain. In the life of a believer, faith, hope, and And love is the reality of what remains. So you physically pop yourself with a rubber band and then you say this verse. So that means you need to memorize it. And if you've listened to any of my podcasts about storms happening, I know that I've said Psalms 116 verse 7. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. So the verse says, oh yes, the storm of life has hit once again, but faith says that I'm a child of the King, the Most High God, 
Jesus. And so I am covered for he is my refuge. He is my defender. He is and has always been everything I have ever needed. His grace and his love carried me before and it will carry me even now. So let me meditate on the grace and love he provided in the past, in times past. That is the portion of the verse that says the Lord has, past tense, been good to you. So shifting your thinking to the previous grace and mercy brings you to a place of bringing your soul to a calm down place. Returning it to a place of rest. It is almost like the verse is you, like commanding your soul to return to a place of peace. Peace is available to all of God's children, but we must receive it. Remember the power of life and death lies in the tongue, so you truly can say it out loud and your emotions will settle down, allowing your mind to time to catch up with that 80,000 time lapse with emotions, feelings, and thoughts. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Well, hey, I want to speak life, and I encourage you to speak life so that you can eat the fruit of life. So peace will flood your soul. God keeps us in perfect peace as we keep our minds stayed fixed on him. So check this out. The storm, the tragedy, life hits. Don't be mastered by what it causes you to feel. Don't be mastered by the emotions. Hashtag DTJT Jesus. That means this. Don't trip. Just trust Jesus. So the first thing you want to do when it hits, when the storm hits or the enemy attacks or you're, you feel like you're being attacked, instead of you responding in emotions, use the rubber band pop to acknowledge. You feel the impact of the storm just as you feel the impact of you popping the band. Yet the pain of the rubber band is gone. After a few moments, feelings are real, but do not dictate your reality. Faith says that you are a kingdom citizen belonging to God. Jesus is right there beside the father interceding for you. Feelings don't last, but faith, hope, and love does. Second thing you're going to do, quote the scripture, Psalms 116, 7. Return to your rest once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Quote it out loud. Quote it out loud. The third thing you're going to do is recall the goodness of God's grace and mercy in times past. This will now put your feelings of distress, anger, frustration, depression, fear, rejection on temporary pause. Pause for your praise party. That's right. You're going to pause in all those emotions and you're just going to reflect upon the goodness of God. And then the fourth thing is you're at a position or you've been positioned to pray and hear your response from the Lord now that you are being still in his presence. Okay, so the fourth thing you want to do is as you're being still in his presence and you've been praying to him, you're going to grab a pen and paper and you're going to sit still and you're going to listen 
and record God's instructions to you regarding that situation. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. That's Psalms 46, 10 through 11. Remember this. The Lord Almighty is with you. The God of Jacob is your fortress. And the fifth thing here that I want to address is perfect peace and overwhelming faith, hope, and love will rush over you. So instead of your emotions taking over, faith, hope, and love will rush over you with his peace. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. That's Isaiah 26, three through four. It is indeed my prayer that you would yet push through and trust the faithfulness of our God. Keep running to him daily. Though you may not understand all that has happened in your life, God is able to take every pain, every disappointment, every hurt, every grief. And I am a witness to this, that he will heal you to the utmost. You keep crying out to him in the midst of the distress. Prayer journaling to Jesus is extremely helpful. It's helpful with working through uh, painful feelings or anger, whatever the feeling or emotion might be. When we cry out to Jesus in the midst of our distress, he will hear us and he will answer us. Life is a journey, dear friend, but Jesus is present with you on this journey of life. Stay aware of his presence and remain in him. Stay connected to Jesus so that you can continue to be his witness to those you come into contact with. I'm advocating that you should carve time out daily to process through your feelings because, again, feelings are real and they need to be acknowledged and they need to be laid at the feet of Jesus. Nevertheless, your faith must be solid. Your faith will always put your feelings in proper perspective. The rubber band that I wear on my wrist, it is a reminder for me to check my feelings Check my emotions when they arise by pulling the band back to pop. And as I'm aware of the physical pain of the release of the band, I move my mind to faith, which says, hey, I am a kingdom citizen and I serve a God who is more than able to deal with any weapon the enemy launches at me. And it doesn't matter where it comes from. It does not matter whether it's on the job, whether it's in ministry, whether it's family, whatever, whomever, however he launches his attack at me to cause my emotions to get all out of whack. I check my emotions. Keep this verse on your brain. Isaiah 49, 23b says, those who trust in the Lord will never be disappointed. I do not need to trip. I only need to trust. And check this out. Just keeping it real. I ain't tripping. I'm trusting. 
So then, hashtag DTJT Jesus. Don't trip. Just trust Jesus. Thank you for tuning in today. And until next time, I say to you, dear friend, rejoice. For you have this anchor for your soul. This, what is this? This anchor is Jesus Christ. Thank you.